Um, of course, those of us who, who live here are very much aware of the, the pressure that the town is increasingly under from development uh, in a range of sites around the town now, uh, some of which uh, is, is better than others, and uh, a lot of which is, is generating a lot of, uh, a, a lot of uh, resistance uh, from, from the community. And I think one of the things that, 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 that Thomas has done so beautifully over the last few years through the community response to the DPD, which was a sort of nationally unprecedented coming together of a whole wide range of, of community organisations to give their voice as to what's actually happening here, is that one of the things that we can do on, on the Atmos site is to tell a new story about development and about how a community develops its own assets and takes that control back over that process into its own hands. And so we want we asked uh, Jill Tomlin, who, who was one of the people who uh, pulled that community response in the DVD together, who knows the whole planning situation here ever so well, uh, to give a sense of, in the local context, what's the story that Atmos is going to be telling and why does that matter in that wider context of all the other developments. Hello everybody, I hope one doesn't go to mind, if before I do what I'm supposed to be doing, I promote another development issue that we're looking for views on. Um, this building, those of you who pay local taxes, are helping to subsidise every year. Uh, the town council is going to have to pay some fairly large sums in the coming years to upgrade it, maintain it and keep it going. Um, we feel the need to seek your views on where this should go. So the town meeting this year, which takes place on the 1st of May, in this building at 7.30, is looking at what you want for the Civic Hall going forward. And I really would ask you and encourage you to come, because we don't know the answers to those questions. Tonight is showing how useful this building can be. Um, but on the other hand, the finances do look quite bleak. Um, so please come along, please contribute to that. I've got a pile of these, and I'm going to leave them on the side here. You're welcome to pick them up and take them home. Um, to remind yourself, put them on your fridge. Don't forget, please come. Right. Swap hands. So what Rob asked me to do was to talk about um, Atmos and the Dairy Crest site in relation specifically to planning and the DVD. Um, I'm sorry I'm using jargon already in using letters, of course it is the process by which sites are allocated for development um, by Southampton's District Council as the planning authority. Um, as Robert said, I've spent five years brainlessly working at this. Um, for the last year I've been Chair of Planning at Totnes Town Council. Um, the Town Council has consistently supported Atmos, is happy to do so, um, and is also very aware of the importance of employment development in the town. Um, but I think it's probably fair to I actually say that everything that I go on to say is my own view, um, rather than necessarily that of all of my fellow councillors. So they're resolved from any blame if I say anything contentious. Now, you're presumably aware that there are a large number of sites that are fairly close to coming forward now for planning applications, quite detailed plans. The ones that are perhaps best known are the ones at Riverside and Bridgetown, um, at Baltic Wharf, uh, but there are also developments planned in Fulton uh, and on the Ashburton Road at Puddleton. Now, those sites together will generate about 400 homes over the next four or five years, and there are other sites that could come forward in addition to, of course, the Dairy Crest site. Um, 
I'm going to concentrate my comments tonight on the employment aspects of this, uh, of the Atmos site. Um, there are many aspects of it that are very new and innovative, but I think in terms of its significance locally in planning terms, it relates specifically to the employment issues. Although three of those four sites do have an employment element, they say very little specific about how to convert land into actual jobs. In fact, the only specifics are two care homes, one in Bridgetown and one at Baltimore Wharf. There's been a steady erosion of jobs in Totnes, as you know. Um, Dairy Grass, I think, was 165, 160 jobs, something like that. Um, 162, I've been told by Bruce. Um, the College of Arts, of course, in moving, is said to have taken £5 million out of the local economy. That is bound to impact on people's um, economic position and indeed on jobs. Um, I'm desperate to avoid our wonderful, vibrant town becoming a dormitory town. Um, fit only for people who commute away to work or who are affluent, affluent retirees. Um, I'm told, it, only, it is only hearsay, that there are a thousand people who commute into town to work because they cannot afford to live here. And I think it surely has to be the case that a healthy community can find homes and jobs for everybody. For people who work locally, for families and for local people. Now, the lack of jobs, of course, doesn't just mean, or, or the, the lack of quality jobs, because there are a large number of people who have part-time jobs or, or low-income jobs, um, doesn't simply mean that some parts of our society uh, are impoverished. It means that we continue to rely on so-called affordable housing, which is, of course, as we all know, anything but. Wouldn't it be better if people had jobs that they could then afford the housing? And it also seems to me that if we don't have a balanced society, then we are intrinsically unhealthy and that impacts adversely on us all and on the quality of the life of us all. And that brings me to Atmos. I believe the current planning system is completely incapable of aiding economic development. All it does is allocate land. And there is no plan to get from having land to having jobs. And I think Southampton would be the first to admit that this is the case, that they have the same problem across the whole um, of the district, and I think it's a national problem as well. What we do know is that what growth that is coming nationally is going to come from small businesses, and we are in the southwest, of course, almost exclusively made up of small businesses. So I too feel there is a huge opportunity here. An opportunity for a new way of working, a new model which is nationally significant. I couldn't agree more with Sarah. And I think Atmos can be that thing. I think it can be a trailblazer for showing just how you convert land into jobs, working with the community, working in an integrated way, um, and helping to ensure that we get a balanced uh, and healthy society in which to live. I think Atmos has the vision to develop that and to deliver it. I think it has the expertise increasingly to deliver it. I know we desperately need it and the country would benefit if we find this new model. And on that basis, I think we should all do everything we possibly can to help this project be a success.